You've been accepted. I stare at the letter and can't believe what I'm seeing. The words Ivy College glitter in gold at the top of the page. To study creative theatre at Ivy College London. The mug of tea in my hand shakes and I feel a big silly smile on my face. I can't believe it. I absolutely can't believe it. Thousands of young actors auditioned for Ivy College this year. I didn't think for a moment I'd get through. I look at the letter again, not totally sure it can be real, and think back to the day I auditioned for Ivy College. It had been a particularly hot morning, and London's tubes were a sticky mess of people, water bottles and fizzy drink cans. I'd only ever been to London once before, to help my best friend Jen find a special pair of shoes for a wedding, and that day we hadn't ventured past Oxford Street. I'd never experienced the panic, aggression and heat of summer rush hour, and I'd felt like a little doll being thrown back and forth. I got lost finding the college, and when I'd asked people for help, most of them were too busy to stop. Eventually, a man with a white beard and a clipped accent offered to show me the way. He led me off the main road and past pretty townhouses, to several acres of green ground circled by fir trees and black railings. On the grounds, I saw red brick buildings covered in real ivy, silver and green. The buildings were surrounded by green grass and woodlands. I love ivy, I told the man. It's one of my favourite plants. Enjoy it while it lasts, the man had said. This college is owned by a Hollywood actor. It'll only be a matter of time before he tears the whole place down and turns it to glass and concrete. Are you talking about Mark Blackwell? I'd asked. The man had nodded. I've heard nothing but bad things about him. Extraordinarily arrogant, apparently. A very cold man. I heard that too, I'd said. But then, I suppose he has every reason to be arrogant. He's not much older than I am, but he's achieved so much. Winning two Oscars, founding this college. The man had looked at me then, perhaps wondering what business someone in a faded T-shirt and jeans had with the college. I'm applying for a place here, I'd explained. I won't get it, not in a million years. I only came because my university tutor said the audition would be a good experience. And it's lovely to see the college, it's beautiful. There are so many trees. You could get lost in those trees. I remember the red brick, ivy-covered buildings were huddled close together, like they were trying to keep warm. They'd looked like children lost in a forest. Well, good luck to you. The man had left me then, and I'd stared at the college in wonder. The buildings all had turrets, balconies and arched windows, like something from a fairy tale. A princess's castle. But I'd like the trees better than the buildings. A little wildness in the centre of London. I'd stared for a long time, before pushing open the wrought iron gate and heading through the grounds. I felt so tiny and plain, in such grand surroundings. But I wasn't nervous. I had nothing to lose after all, and experience to gain. I had no idea I'd be meeting Mark Blackwell himself at the audition. Chapter 2 Somehow I found the audition room amid the winding pathways, brick arches and corridors. When I walked into the room, I saw two people sitting behind a long desk. The lady on the left I recognised as Denise Crompton, an actress famous for her musical theatre roles. She smiled at me, her eyes crinkling. 
When I saw who was sitting on the right, I nearly tripped over my feet. There, real enough to touch, sat Mark Blackwell. I'd seen him in the movies many times, of course, but this was the first time I'd seen someone so famous in real life. His light brown hair looked softer and cleaner than it did in the movies, but his blue eyes were just as intense under thick brown eyebrows. He was wearing a black T-shirt, and I remember thinking how lean and toned he looked. I'd read somewhere that he was playing a drug addict in his latest movie and guessed he'd had to lose weight. His cheeks, already angular, were a little hollow and there were smudges of grey under his eyes. His skin looked very white as usual and he was handsome in that cold, edgy way that made him the perfect choice for all those arty films he won awards for.